in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. All right. Who remain standing tonight for the reading of the word of God. Let's go to the book of Proverbs chapter 24. Proverbs chapter 24, and beginning at verse 1. Be not thou envious against evil men, neither desire to be with them. For their heart studieth destruction, and their lips talk mischief. Through wisdom is a house built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increases strength. For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war, and in a multitude of counselors there is safety. Wisdom is too high. For a fool, he openeth not his mouth in the gate. He that deviseth to do evil shall be called a mischievous person. The thought of foolishness is sin, and the scorner is an abomination to men. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. Happen to open up the Bible today and this morning, actually, and uh, open up to the book of Proverbs and begin to read this chapter. And um, it's good to, to perk up when you read the Word of God, to take note of what the writers are saying, um, to, to meditate on God's word so that it'll get down into your heart. I think a lot of problems at times that we have at times is that we forget what we have and we begin to covet and desire what other people have. More importantly, we begin to look at the wicked and think that they have something going on and that we should be a part of that. I know a lot of young people that take advantage of a service like this, that take advantage of church, take advantage of having the word of God at their fingertips as they think that this world and the things that the, world, the people of this world is involved in, as they think that it's exciting, they think that it's appealing, they think that it's the thing to be involved in. But I'm going to tell you tonight that we have something great here tonight. I'm going to tell you that there's nothing. I know some people may get tired of hearing about the Holy Ghost, but guess what? I don't care. I'm going to talk about the Holy Ghost. There ain't nothing like the power of the Holy Ghost. There ain't nothing like being baptized in Jesus' name and having all of your sins 
washed away. There ain't nothing like being a part of the church and on your way to heaven tonight. I want you to know that we got something good here tonight. And salvation is available to you tonight. If you don't have it, God stands ready to fill you with the Holy Ghost. You can be seated tonight. The writer, Solomon, no doubt, is writing here. And he, he starts out this 24th chapter and he begins to tell us to be not envious against evil men. Neither desire to be with them. You'll read um, in the book of Psalms, you'll read where uh, the psalmist, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Asaph. A lot of times when you hear um, the psalm, that the, you hear it quoted, a lot of times people think that David wrote it, but he didn't write it. It was Asaph that wrote as he begins to talk about how that he began to look at the wicked. And he saw the wicked, and it seemed like that everything was going good for them. That they didn't have the troubles, they didn't have the problems that everybody else had. Um, and to the point where he felt like living for God was in vain, that it was a waste of time, that there was no profit in living for God. I want somebody to know tonight, there is profit in living for God. I got news for you. There ain't no profit in living, in living in this world. There ain't no profit in sin. But there is a profit in living for God. Let me talk to some young people tonight. You need to start taking serious what you have here tonight. You need to start taking it a little bit more serious. The services that you have here tonight. And an opportunity to get a hold of God and to let God touch your heart. I got news for you. We didn't come to look cute tonight. We didn't come to show ourselves off tonight. It ain't about us tonight. It's about Jesus tonight. Nobody don't care how good your hair looks tonight. Nobody don't care how good your outfit looks tonight. It's about Jesus Christ. It's about lifting up the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. It's about letting God touch your heart so that you can be changed and rearranged for the good can be seated tonight. And so he begins to look at the wicked and begins to be envious and thinking that living for God is it's not there's nothing good coming I'm I'm doing it all in vain. And I'm going to tell you that his perspective his outlook on things was warped. It's amazing that how warped our perspective can get when we don't pray, when we don't read the word of God, when we lay out a church, when we become carnal, when we hang around the world, when we want to get involved in evil conversation, get wrapped up in mischief. Your perception gets real warped and twisted, honey. But I'm going to tell you the answer tonight. You need to get down on your face and you need to begin to cry out to God. You need to let God fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost all over again 
so that you can see things correctly, so that you can understand that being a part of the church is not a waste of time. It's the best thing that you could ever be a part of. It's the most important thing that you could ever do and be involved in. You can be seated tonight. And so, Asaph, he was, his perspective, his outlook, his look on things was, was warped. It was, it was twisted. He, he, he didn't have, um, he didn't have a godly perspective as he was focused on the world and he was focused on what they were doing and he felt like everything was going good for them and that they didn't have any problems and, and nothing was wrong. I'm going to tell you, but I'm going to tell you, it's amazing what happens when you come to church. That's why we say all you got to do is get to church. You might be struggling. You might crawl your way into the doors, but just get into the house of the Lord. And I promise you when it's all said and done, God will help you to understand the end of the wicked. You'll find out that the wicked is in a very slippery place. And their end is not a good one. Honey, I want you to know that it's good to hang here with the church. It's good to hold on. It's good to make it up in your mind that I'm going to stay rooted and grounded on the word of God. I don't want to backslide. I don't want to go back to the world. I'm hanging in with the people of God. I'm holding on. I'm holding on. You can be seated tonight. And so, envy, envy, jealousy, desiring, wanting what other people have. You know, you'll find that a lot in the church, believe it or not. You'll, you'll find out that when you're dealing with people, that we all are subject to falling into that same trap. You'll find out that if you're not praying, if you're not reading the word of God, if you're not coming to church, hey, if you're not fasting and crucifying that flesh, come on, somebody needs to get that flesh underneath their feet. Somebody needs to crucify it. Somebody needs to push back some plates. Somebody needs to make it up in their mind that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crucify the flesh and the lust and the affections thereof. I'm going to walk in the spirit that I will not fulfill the lust of my flesh. You can be seated tonight. And so you'll find out that when you're not praying and when you're not seeking the face of God, that that flesh begins to take control. That flesh begins to rise up. And you begin to think that church is a waste of time. You begin, he began to say that for, he said, neither, neither desire to be with them. He said, for their heart studieth destruction and their lips talk of mischief. It's amazing the stuff that comes out of people's mouth. It's amazing the conversations that they get in. It's amazing the, the words that come out of people's mouths that shows that they don't have any respect for the things of God. They don't have any respect for the house of God. They don't have any respect for the things that God has put in place. 
to save people and to deliver people. They disrespected. They disregarded. Hey, and I ain't even talking about sinners tonight. I'm talking about so-called church people. I'm talking about people that supposedly have been born of the water and born of the spirit. But somehow the things that come out of their mouth, somehow the things that they get involved in, somehow the, the decisions that they make, somehow them creeping and crawling, somehow it shows that they really don't have what they profess that they have. Honey, I want to have the, a hold of this thing tonight. I want my words to be... Come on, I don't want to be talking out of both sides of my mouth. I don't want to try to bless the Lord on one hand and then curse my brother and tear down my sister on the other hand, honey. I want to be a child of God. I want to be a child of the Most High King. I want to really be what I'm proclaiming that I am. You can be seated tonight. And so... You'll find out that people that get involved in mischief, you know, they're real sneaky. Jesus said it like this. He said that you'll find out that people are, that are up to mischief and, and, and wrongdoing, they'll wait to, for a certain time to get involved in their evil deeds. You know, they won't do it in the, day, in the daylight where they can easily be spotted or seen. You know, the Bible talks about in, the, in this, this is taught, we understand this, a thief, a thief don't come in the daytime. A thief come at night. His deeds are evil. What he's getting involved in, what he's about to do is evil, it's wrong. So he ain't doing it in the broad daylight where he can be easily seen. He creeping and crawling in the nighttime. And there's a lot of people that get involved in mischief that they love when the sun goes down. The real of them come out. They creeping and crawling, they sneaking and they, they ducking and they hide where they can't be easily spotted, where you can't see their cars, you can't see them walking into certain places that they ain't got no business being in, you can't see them hanging around people that they ain't got no business being around. Honey, I don't want to get involved in mischief. I don't want to have my hands in the air on Sunday morning and Sunday night and then Monday through the rest of the week, I'm involved in mischief. I'm involved in ungodliness. I want to be a child of God. I want to be a child of the most high God. I don't want to pretend like it. I really want to be it. I really want to be it. You can be seated tonight. And so you find out the wicked they fall into mischief. They're involved in things that are not right, things that are not good. I don't want to be in alliance with the ungodly. I don't. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, you got to, you got to draw the line and make it up in your mind that I'm going to be what God's called me to be. I'm going to be a child of God. I'm going to stand up for what is right. I'm going to stand up for what is holy. You know, the Bible tells us that um, Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat was a a real good man. He was a good king. But you know, Jehoshaphat made some mistakes. The Bible says that um, he decided that he would um, join alliance with King Ahab. 
and that they was going to go out to battle. The only problem is, is that Ahab was very wicked. Ahab did not love God. He didn't love the word, the things of God. He, he had no desire to serve God. And Jehoshaphat, he began to say that you are like I am. What do you mean you're like I am? Honey, you ain't got nothing in common with me. The world ain't got nothing in common with us tonight. I don't care how long you've known them. I don't care how long you've worked with them, honey. We ain't got nothing in common. They serve Baal. They serve the gods of this world. And we serve the king of kings, the one true living God. Honey, I want to be in alliance with the people of God. I want to be in alliance with those that love God and that knows that he is God. You can be seated tonight. And so he joins alliance with Ahab. And it was only the mercies of God, the grace of God, that he made it out with his life. You know, I'm so thankful that God extends mercy he looks past our ignorance and our stupidity at times and he still extends mercy and grace i'm telling you i'm in need of his mercy and his grace tonight there are times that i make decisions that are not the right ones and i need god to come in and i need god to fix me i need god to work on my heart I need God to help me to see things a little bit clearer. You'll find out that Jehoshaphat, after that battle, that he made it on his way back home, and that Jehu confronted him, and he said, How is it that you go out and you help the wicked, those that do not love God, honey, I don't want to be involved in the with the wicked tonight. I don't want to be around them. I don't want to be close to them. I don't want to be drinking what they're drinking. I don't want to be smoking what they're smoking. I don't want to be running to the places that they're running. Honey, if anything that I want to take a drink of, I want to take a drink of living water tonight. I want a drink of that new wine tonight. I don't want the old wine. I want the new wine. I want the Holy Ghost. I want God to be active in my life. You can be seated tonight. And so, you'll find out that when people are in a state of compromise, and they let down on things, that they begin to accept the wicked. They begin to accept things. They begin to desire uh, to be a part of ungodly acts and evil. But you know what? I don't want to be a part of that. You know what I want? I want the wisdom of God tonight. I want the wisdom. And when I say wisdom, I'm not talking about the wisdom of this world. Okay? Because the Bible says that the wisdom of this world, that it is sensual and that it is devilish. I don't want that wisdom tonight. I want the wisdom that comes from above. I want the wisdom of God tonight. I want the w wisdom and the understanding that when I build something, that honey, it's going to remain. It's going to be established. It's going to last. I want understanding. I want wisdom to know how that I'm supposed to go about this life. What I'm supposed to be involved in. What I'm supposed to be doing with my time. You can be seated tonight. 
And so verse 3 says, through wisdom is a house builded. And by understanding, it is established. I got news. If we ain't, if we ain't going through Jesus, and if we ain't building it on Jesus tonight, anything that you build, it's not going to last. It's not going to stand. It's not going to be established. If you're not gaining wisdom from the word of God and applying it to your life and you're trying to build things, it's going to fall apart. That's why the world is in the condition that they're in. That's why different relationships fall apart in this world because they try to build it on lust. They try to build it on the outward, honey. You can't build it on those things. You got to expect for it to last. You got to build it on the word of God tonight. You got to build it on Jesus Christ tonight. You got to dig deep and begin to build upon that sure foundation that when the storm comes, honey, if we stand the storm, you can be seated tonight. And so, the writer said that if God, if God is not the one, the Bible teaches, if God is not the one that builds the house, they that labor, their labor is in vain. I'm going to tell you, I don't want my labor to be in vain tonight. I don't want it to be a waste of time tonight. There are a lot of people that they're wasting their time on nothing. It's not going to be established. It's not going to last. It's not going to sustain because they're doing it according to the wisdom, the so-called wisdom of this world. And honey, it, this, the wisdom of this world will never teach you how to hold a family together. The wisdom of this world will never give you the power to overcome the things that plague your mind, to overcome the thoughts. Honey, I need the wisdom of God tonight. I need the understanding that comes from above tonight. I need the things of God to be in my life. You can be seated tonight. And so he goes on. He says, and by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. I want that tonight. I want my, I want my chamber to be filled, not with carnal things, not with carnal riches, but riches that are above. Uh, I want to set my affections on the things that are above and not on the things of this earth. I want true, the Bible called it durable riches. That means it's not going to fall apart. It's going to last. I don't want the riches of this world. I want the riches that come from the almighty God. I want to be rich in faith tonight. I want to believe that God can do it and that God is going to do it. Whatever his word says, it's going to happen. If God said that I'm victorious, honey, I'm victorious. If he said that the Holy Ghost is for me, I believe that it's for me and I'm going to get it. If he said that I'm more than an over, more than a conqueror, I believe it tonight. I want to be rich in faith. You can be seated tonight. So many are so concerned about being rich in this life. They want riches of this life. And you know, the Bible tells us that the person that desires 
to be rich. Um, the Bible tells us that they pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Many. I don't want to have a desire to be rich in this life. The Bible also tells us that because a person is so concerned about the cares of this life, the writer called them deceitful riches. The things, the riches of this world and the things of this world, it'll deceive you. It'll deceive you. It will completely deceive you. But I don't want to be deceived tonight. I, I don't want to get my eyes on what everybody has in Hollywood and begin to desire that. You know, that's the problem with our culture and, and how we're brought up. We're brought up, you know, we're brought up to, to idolize the sports stars and the Hollywood stars and, and, and everybody that it seems like they got it all going on. They, it seems like um, that's, that, that's the life and you have young people that look at this and they begin to covet after it. They begin to long for those things. But I'm going to tell you, the world, they ain't happy. People in Hollywood are not happy. They got it. They got what it seems like it's all and it's everything, but they're not happy. People are taking their lives. That don't seem like it's happened to me. But honey, I can have one penny in the bank account, but as long as I got Jesus, baby, I got everything in the world. As long as I got the Holy Ghost, I got it all. As long as I got the Word of God, I got it all tonight come on riches don't make me happy the bible says happy are they that love thy law happy are those that love the word of god you can be seated tonight that's why you got a lot of people you got a lot of people sitting in churches you got a lot of and i'm, I'm not talking about false doctrine i'm talking about true preaching churches you got a lot of people that sit in churches and that have access to the power of the Holy Ghost that can change their lives for the good and they are miserable you wouldn't believe the amount of people that sit in apostolic churches that are on antidepressants Mood stabilizers. Balance them out. Let me tell you, you don't need a mood stabilizer. You don't need a pill to stabilize you. You need the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost to stabilize you just fine. You don't need a pill to help you to overcome depression, honey. Get the Holy Ghost. And I promise you, you'll come out of that depression I promise you joy will begin to flood your heart, honey. You don't need that. I don't need to pop a pill tonight. I got the Holy Ghost. I got Jesus' name. I got everything that I need tonight. You can be seated. But you have people that sit and they hear the word of God. But they're miserable. You can see it on them. You can see it on their facial expressions. Body language. Just no hat, no joy. No peace, no nothing. And I think it's very sad because God stands ready to fill people. God stands ready to, to, to put joy back in people's life. 
I'm going to tell you, when you don't love the things of God, you can't expect to be happy. You can't expect to have joy. You can't expect to be satisfied. I'm going to tell you, joy comes from God. It comes from the Holy Ghost. It comes from living for God. Now, I'm not talking about living in hypocrisy. I'm talking about living wholeheartedly for God. Now, I understand there ain't none of us perfect here tonight. I understand that we're going to make mistakes. I understand that. But I'm talking about getting up and making it up in your mind that I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep moving on. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep believing. I'm not going to fall in hypocrisy. I'm not going to become carnal. I'm not going to become lustful. I'm going to really give God my whole heart. I'm not going to desire what the world has. Honey, I don't need what the world has. The world needs what I have. I'm sorry. Too many people are looking at their co-workers and, and wanting what they got. I don't want the pain and heartache they got. They need the Holy Ghost that I have. They need what we have here tonight. They need what we have available to us. I'm not longing for what they got. They need what I have. Now you can say that if you're convinced of that. But if you ain't convinced of it, if you don't believe it, if you're talking bad about it every opportunity you get, then you can be seated tonight. In order to say that, you got to really believe that. You got to really have experienced God. You got to know that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, all that you could ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. You got to know that tonight. You got to be convinced of that tonight. If you're not convinced of it, it's not going to work for you. And, and here's the thing. It's, it's unfortunate that the Holy Ghost can't do certain things for people. And it's not that the Holy Ghost can't do it. It's because people won't let it. People won't let God have complete control. People won't let God bring them out of things. People won't let God deliver them from past experiences. People keep holding on to it and keep going back to it. I don't want that tonight. I want deliverance tonight. I want to walk in power and authority tonight. I want to be full of the Holy Ghost tonight. I don't want to have weird things going on up in here. I don't want to have weird desires and filthy and unclean desires and perversion going on up in here. I want my mind to be clean tonight. I want it to be pure tonight. I want to hold on to the Holy Ghost tonight. I want to hold on to the Word of God tonight. I want to hold on to church tonight. I want to hold on to my walk with God tonight. Let us remain standing. We just heard tonight, verse, verse 6, he says, for by wise counsel. I want wise counsel tonight. I don't want foolish counsel. Job said it like this. He said, the counsel of the wicked is far from me. It's a, I don't want that. Too many sit and take counsel from the ungodly. Too many. I'm sorry. The ungodly can't tell me anything. And I don't say that in a proud and boastful way. I just, I say that because 
the advice that they're going to give me, it's not going to be biblically sound. It's not going to be based on God's word. And so therefore, it will not be established. It's going to fall apart. I'm going to wreck my life is what I'm going to do. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to destroy everything that God has planned for me. Do you know that God has plans for us tonight? Let me help you understand what some, what some people may have don't realize and what young people think is a joke in a game. Do you know the devil got plans for you too? Devil got plans for you. Don't you ever forget that. Don't forget the devil got plans for you. God's got plans for you, but the devil got plans for you too. Oh, yeah, he does. I want God's plans. I want God's plans. The devil ain't got nothing good for me. He want to get me wrapped up in sin. He want to get me bound up and locked up. And ultimately, he wants to destroy my soul in hell. There is a hell, young men. There is a hell, young ladies. There is. Oh, Brother Lawrence is using scare tactics. No, I ain't using no scare tactics. I don't believe in that. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. There is a hell. There's a hell. And the devil is planning on taking you there. But I'm going to tell you that God is greater than the devil tonight. The Holy Ghost is more powerful than the little power that the devil has. And I'm going to tell you, when you walk in the power of the Holy Ghost and you let God have your way, not taking things for granted, not all oh, just another service and we're going to go through the motion and we're going to play the game. And Say no game tonight. Say no game tonight. When you take things for granted, you start longing for what the world is doing. You start longing and wanting to be a part of what your co-workers and, and lost family members uh, got going on. You begin to look at the things of God and coming to church and, 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 and the Holy Ghost and, and baptism in Jesus' name. You look at it like it's nothing. Do you know that there are people that actually mock the things of God? Believe it or not. And the sad thing about it is, they know God's word is true. They know it's real. But the devil has them so locked up, has them so deceived, and wrapped up, that they fall into a state of mockery, a state of dis disbelief, a state of disrespect. I don't want nothing that this world has. I don't want to desire what the wicked has. I don't want to be around. I don't want to be with the backslider. I'm saying it. I, I believe it tonight. I'm, I, I'm saying every word I'm saying, I mean it from my heart tonight. I don't want to be with the backslider. I don't care how good they paint sin. It's only for a season. It's only for a season. It's a very short one. I need to get back to church. I need to stay in church so my perspective can be right, so I can see things the right way and understand that living for God is not a waste of time. Amen. Coming to church is not a waste of time. Prayer is not a waste of time. Reading the word of God is not a waste of time. It's not a waste of time. It is very valuable, and it's going to profit in the end. It's going to profit when it's all said and done. Let's lift up our hands tonight and let's call upon the name of the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Somebody lift up your voice. I need a young person to lift up your voice tonight.
I'm talking about really crying out to God. Come on, young people. You can keep playing with God and you can keep taking it for granted. And there will be a day. There's going to come a day where you're going to long for a Tuesday night service. There's going to be a day that you're going to long to hear the word of God again. Come on, somebody. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. Lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. Come on, I don't want the things of this world. I don't want to be involved with the wicked. I don't want to be involved in mischief. I don't want to be involved in unrighteousness and ungodliness. I want to live for God. I don't want to play the game. I don't want to sneak and duck and hide in the middle of the night. I want to be forthright. God, help me, Jesus, to be forthright. Help me, dear God to be transparent. Help me, dear God, to serve you with all of my heart, mind, and soul. This altar is open tonight. Come with your heart lifted with your hands. Call it upon the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody. Don't let that die down. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands tonight. Come on, young people. The devil got plans for you. The devil got plans for you. Behind but God's got good plans for you tonight. Come on. Come on, the devil wants to steal. He wants to kill. He wants to destroy. But God wants to give you life. And that much more abundantly. Oh, somebody lift up your voice. Cry out to him tonight. Come on, somebody, cry out to him like you don't know if you're going to have another opportunity. Like you don't know that you're going to have another service. Give him everything that you have tonight.